calling the dog with Chansey and Chi, and uh, I think this might be my best form of medicine right here. Me talking to you. Did you say calling the dog like a singular dog? No, plural dog. Ah, see the dogs. Dogs. I, I didn't hear the S on the end there, so uh, I apologize. I think it's just because our connectivity is not great. But it is calling the dogs. Uh, man, we need this. Tell you that. No, we've been uh, we've we've been messaging each other back and forth, and I th- I, th- I feel like every at least once a day I I, th- I think about us doing this, and and I, there was a there was a need to make this happen, but uh, I think life has been uh, how you say uh, topsy turvy. I don't know <laughs> topsy turvy. <laughs> I'm just happy that you think about us every day. <laughs> oh, absolutely! This is uh, this this holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, it's and, um, it's, it's been a little wild. I mean, I I know that um, I think I speak for every uh, Georgia fan slash football fan or sports fan when they say, "Hey, let me let me can I get some sort of fix right now?" Uh, I don't know. Did you watch the um, Did you happen to watch the Last Dance thing about the uh, Jordan and the Bulls? I watched the first episode. I, I didn't get to. I didn't stay up to watch the second one, but I'm recording them. And uh, man, that was a awesome first episode. Uh, I was listening to the the Bill Simmons and uh, Ryan Rossillo do a recap of it, and it, it's just it's an awesome documentary, man. I mean, they they're really just just from the get, just the first episode, doing a great job <clears> with it. I, I'm pumped to watch it. I mean, that that was kind of another thing that this week is the last dance. Every sports fan is going to watch that. Obviously, the NFL draft starts on Thursday. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, a virtual NFL draft, which should be a, a lot of fun. Um, really hoping that the, te- the technical difficulties play a part. But, I mean, just think about his- how historical this NFL draft is going to be. It's incredible. But, yeah, you, I mean, you're going to get your fix every now and then with little things like this. Still no live sports. But I didn't watch it. Um, I, I planned to watch it. I recorded it as well. Uh, the only reason I didn't watch it is I'm kind of committed to watching Westworld right now. Although this season's kind of been a little stinky, not as good. I don't. Do you watch that show? I I haven't watched this season, but I have some I have some friends that like it and some friends that don't. So I'm. I'm I, but I've been hesitant to watch it. But I also haven't really watched anything during all this, so there's, I'm a little behind a, in general. There's a lot of concepts in that show that. A brain like mine just doesn't understand. <laughs> so I can understand. You. Give yourself some. Credit. I could understand. I mean, well, I, I mean, I consider myself a fairly smart fellow, but uh, there's stuff stuff that they talk about and like, like, like I said, like, like cognitive dissonance. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're gonna get away from the Westworld uh, world and uh, get back into sports. But yeah, I. Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited for everybody to be able to have something to enjoy this week, and we're going to dive into that in a little bit. Uh, Chansey, what's, uh, what do you think, in your professional medical opinion, Dr. Chansey, uh, what are we looking at right now? What are, you, what are your thoughts on us having sports in the fall? I do believe we will have sports in the fall, but I think you can take it to the bank that it is not going to be the sports that we are used to having every fall. Uh, this, this is just so unknown and, uh, and, but fortunately we're seeing some positive things coming, uh, a lot of positive news, but the thing is right now, we just don't know enough. I mean, we're, we're operating, uh, from, from our perspective, we're operating day by day, hour by hour, really at this point, one one piece of news from 
federal or state government kind of changes how things go. And so I think the sports world is going to is going to have to respond to that accordingly. I think a lot of the professional uh, sports, they're, they're going to kind of lead the way in how I feel like that's going to kind of dictate what happens on the college level because I think they're going to be pretty conservative in how they approach it. Uh, the NBA was kind of paved the trail and saying, all right, we're done. This is it. We're nothing, no more. We're not even, even going to finish this week's games. We're done. And uh, I, I think those those leagues are going to kind of dictate how we how we proceed. Uh, there, there's obviously there's just so much money in them that they're going to be they're they're going to kind of pave that trail. But it, it's just so early. I mean, really, it's kind of wild to think, but we've really we've only been in this for a month, and I say only a month, but it feels like it's been two years, but right. we haven't really been in this that long. And so we don't really know. We don't know long-term effects. We don't know. We don't, at the same time, we don't know what's going to happen next week. Uh, but it's probably going to be very similar to what's going on right now. But uh, so we're just, it, it's really, it's really too soon to guess, but I do feel confident that we're going to, we're going to see some sports. It just may not be how we're used to seeing them. <laughs> no, no doubt. I, <clears throat> I've heard, uh, talking to you and talking to my wife about the current situation. And uh, as of today, we have found out that uh, slowly but surely the state governments are going to start, uh, you know, kind of relinquishing some restrictions um, on certain things. And so uh, as you and I were discussing beforehand, you know, these restrictions kind of being lowered and whatnot uh, is potentially the next step or the first step, excuse me, in us having sports some sort of sports in the fall because if you don't start now and 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 here's the deal sports at the end of the day we're we're a georgia football podcast that's what we love and that's why we are here uh sports at the end of the day is not the big factor important thing right here uh right now uh but it is what we're going to talk about uh and i will say that I think, you know, if, if you start now, I wanted to, you you and I were both kind of on the same page. Like, I kind of wanted to wait till the end of April or so before we started to do these kind of things. But uh, the data looks good, which is great. I don't know if, I don't know if, like, Karina, my wife, does not think that we've actually hit the curve yet. Uh, uh, yet. Um, so, I don't really know, <laughs> I don't really know from my professional opinion <laughs> how how to how to really like take all this information and boil it down and say hey this is when we should have this is exactly when we should have started you know releasing our these restrictions and whatnot but uh you know I, the, the nice thing is the nice thing or the, let me say the nice thing that nobody should feel like they know what the answer should be because you Nobody does. No one knows what the answer is. For there's no this. precedent. I mean, there's no. We're we're running on. We're 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 literally figuring out stuff day by day, and and so it. So I, I think we just have to kind of approach this day by day, and 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 so don't don't expect somebody to come up with an answer. Um, and and so we're just gonna we're just gonna learn this as we as we go together. Because I mean, I'm with Kate Anna. We we definitely have not hit the curve yet, or the top of the curve, uh, just from what I'm seeing and we're treating more patients and she's obviously seeing more patients and our numbers are growing, but they would have been a lot worse if we hadn't done what we did. So anyway, I, 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 I think a lot of people are trying to, 
we're worrying about how this is going to map out. And honestly, like this stuff is going to change. Like it's just, it's just going to change uh, each week. And so we're just, we're just going to have to kind of be ready for it. So um, just uh, the, the only method, the only thing I'll say is be smart out there. Don't, uh, don't be stupid, please. That's, that's, I just beg of you, don't be stupid. Just, just don't be dumb. <laughs> just don't be dumb. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, um, but, and I will yeah. say on this too, you kind of brought up a good point. Mm-hmm. You're talking about how sports is not a big thing. I, I kind of, at the same time, I will say that I think it's a bigger thing than people realize because it was such a outlet for so many people, mm-hmm. and it has hurt a lot of people not having sports. I mean, it it's is true. just it, it it is a it is a a way for us to escape. It's a, a place for us to feel. Uh, it's like you have have a long day at work or or whatever the case may be, and, and you may just want to you know I just want to turn on I just want to turn a basketball game for yeah or for watch the Braves or, or watch the Braves yeah. or just whatever it is and and just have something to follow and keep track of and, and you're like you ain't got none of that I mean March Madness not having March Madness that was tough I, I didn't realize how much I just enjoyed having March Madness around. And uh, I think a lot of people are gonna they're just gonna appreciate those a lot more once they kind of get back to a regular rhythm. And so uh, it, it's it's been it's been weird not having uh, sports. And I think the Last Dance is a good example of people people love sports. And it kind of is it's kind of funny having having the it be about MJ and the the passion around what he created the the that time uh, obviously we were very young during all that but uh I'm, I'm i'm kind of excited to see the rest of this come out because i think it'll be it'll be pretty cool but it's kind of it is kind of cool to see everybody kind of latch on to that amidst all this that the timing was so good yeah no you you bring up a good point i i honestly had not really considered the fact that this is affecting people's mental health it really is mm-hmm. uh and i mean i i thought about it in the in the capacity of Okay, we're not gonna be able to go outside and have, uh, you know, conversation with somebody, or we're not gonna be able to go to the bar or the restaurant that we always go to every Friday night. What you know, that's that affects people. But I didn't really think about like, man, a guy like get off of work, it's just wants to just relax and watch the game at night. That's a good point. Um, so I'm uh, I'm with you, man. And at this point of the year, March Madness. Yeah, I mean that. that it didn't affect me that much because I mean I like it. I it's, it's really honestly the only basketball that I watched on the year. But be, not being a huge basketball fan uh, didn't affect me that much. But I could see a, a, like a a community like Kentucky or Duke or whatever just saying, "Oh, that's like us losing our football season." So um, I could definitely see the comparisons there. Um, I'm just hoping and praying uh, that we can, one, continue to get healthier as a uh, country, uh, but also, and, and obviously have, you know, spread the awareness of this whole situation and be careful and cautious, but uh, also just, man, I just, we need, we need to have football this year. <laughs> I don't know how well, to I can, say it. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing that has not been hurt by COVID and that is Kirby's ability to recruit mm. football players. <laughs> the boy is out here getting getting recruits, and uh, we've had some we've had some boys commit uh, since the last time we talked, which actually has been quite a while. Uh, so I guess it's been about a month since we we chatted. Yeah, it was, but, uh, a, it was actually exactly a month. It was it was uh, March twentieth. So who, Happy four twenty, by the way. 
yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Forgot to mention that to you earlier. Uh, so who who are these guys? I'll be real honest. Haven't really been looking at them, so I'm gonna need your <clears throat> guidance here. Yeah. Uh, so one of them's uh, from down the road from me. I'll get to him in a second. Uh, Jonathan De- Jefferson. He's a defensive lineman from uh, Douglasville. <clears throat> I, I mean, he's a four-star guy. I think everybody's somewhat high on him. Uh, he's kind of one of those – he's one of those uh, quintessential early commitments that we always always get, you know, in this time of the year. I mean, a lot of people are forgetting because it feels like it's been – it feels like it's been a year in the past month like you were talking about. Uh, but a lot of people are forgetting we are very fresh on this 2021 class. And – also, there are some people that have been freaking out because we're so far behind some teams like Clemson, Ohio State, and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, we get four commitments in the past, uh, you know, what, three three or so weeks? Uh, well, four weeks if you can count Jefferson. And, man, uh, we shot up in the rankings. We're like number six or seven right now in the rankings. So, anyway, Jonathan Jefferson, Douglasville defensive lineman. I'm excited about him. I watched a little bit of his highlights. He's a... Uh, He's kind of a – he might be a little bit of a work in progress, maybe a potential, like, retro freshman. Uh, Micah Morris, Camden County. There you go, South Georgia boy. <laughs> I, he was he was on my list of, like, man, this guy might not commit until, like, December, um, you know, right before signing uh, – early signing day. And that guy just, like, man, he just wanted to go ahead and claim his spot. And I'm happy he is because that's a big-ass spot. Uh, so he's, like <laughs> – For a big-ass boy. Yeah. <laughs> You want to know his measurables? 6'5", 335. Good gracious alive. <laughs> Man, he didn't, know, he didn't even know I was going to rhyme right there. Uh, Michael Morris. Uh, I'm excited about him. Uh, then we got a running back who is the running back for IMG Academy, uh, or one of the probably three or four five-star running backs they have. This guy's not a – he's not a five-star. Uh, I didn't mean to lead you astray there, but his name's – I don't know how to pronounce his name, Chancy. <laughs> just go, just go ahead, and try. Love a C, love, love C. He must love the C. Lavasia, Lavasia Carroll, maybe. Oh, that might be it. It might, it might just take a little, a little bit of rolling of the tongue, if you will. <laughs> Got to add a little French. Lavasia, <laughs> Carroll. I don't know, but he's uh He's running back for IMG Academy. He's originally from uh, Warrington, actually, uh, which is right down the road from uh, from Athens. Well, kind of, um, still a, a little ways. Um, for me, it's it's right down the road. It feels like uh, it, it's Middle Georgia area. But anyway, he's um he is a I don't want to say he he's definitely not a work in progress running back. He's a little bit on the lighter side. He's he's not even two hundred pounds. I think he's like 190, 195. Uh, So I'm excited about him, but I think he needs to put on put on a little bit of weight. He's six one though, so he's tall. He's got the, he's got the frame to put on a little weight, so he can do that. And then uh, this past weekend, uh, virtual G Day happened on Saturday, and we'll get to that in a second. But then Sunday we had a commitment from Elijah Judy, who is a defensive end from Pennsylvania, and uh, don't know anything about him. That's so that's the best way I put it. I think we have what seven commitments right now, six or seven, and I think seven, and the majority of them are from the state of Georgia, uh, with the exception of uh, Judy, and I think there's maybe one other guy right now. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I kind of like how you know last last year, yeah. So we have one, two, three, four. Yes, yeah, we have seven, and only two out of the seven. Actually, only one out of the seven is from is 
not from the state of Georgia because we're going to count uh, Carroll because he's from Warrington. So anyway, yeah, we got a Georgia class right now, which I like, but uh, last year last year we only had, I think that's more, if not the same amount of Georgia players from the state of Georgia that we had last year in our last in last year's class, so I like that. So Yeah, we're kind of on like a little TikTok schedule here, like a out-of-state, in-state, and out-of-state, in-state kind of thing going. Speaking of TikTok, are you on TikTok? No, yeah, a TikTok thing. I actually did uh, make one one time about my girlfriend's dog, but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I I uh, I told uh, my wife that I was I was like I don't need another social media platform. I'm not going to download it. And then I saw that video that I shared with y'all of Jordan Davis, and I was like I'm not going to download it. I'm not going to do it. And then I went to the like you know, through the browser or whatever, and it wouldn't let me copy the link of it. And I said, this is so stupid. I'm going to have to download this thing just so I can copy the link. I copied the link, I sent it to y'all, and then I deleted it because I don't want that crap. Um, well, it will, uh, It will. let me just tell you, it will suck you in in a heartbeat. It's just like, it literally, it got me like Vine did. Yeah, Vine. It's, it was it's a new Vine. Yeah, it's, it took, it's, it stole. It has, fortunately, I don't open it very often, but about once every couple of weeks I'll open it. And it'll definitely take us like a 30, 45 minutes from me. Just, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I, I think some of them are very funny. And, and Kariana was like scrolling through hers the other day. And I was like, wow, this is this is hilarious. These are really funny. But I was like, I just don't need it. Yep. I don't well, need another I'm thing. Proud of you. you know what? I'm, pr- I'm proud of I'm you. I'm just putting I'm my so foot down. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, Chancey, we got some news. So... We're pretty late to the game here, uh, which it's it's been already pretty thoroughly uh, discussed between our friend group. But Todd Gurley is going to be a Falcon, so that's fun. <laughs> that was that honestly. The didn't that happen like the day after? We always miss something big. I think it happened yeah. the day after we recorded last episode. Just don't don't come here for breaking news. <laughs> just I mean, like I'm I love what we do here, but just don't. Like if you want, if you want, <laughs> if you want to know when something big's gonna happen, it's gonna be the day after we we uh, put an episode out. Right. But uh, but I, honestly, I think this is a win for both parties. I think this is a huge boost for Todd, and this is a huge boost for the Falcons. I mean, whether or not on the, on the field, I mean, I think I think Todd will be a good running back. I I I think if he can get healthy, he'll do well. But um. This is going to, if anything, for the first first half of the season, they're going to get a crap ton of these jersey sales with these new jerseys yep. and a bunch of, like, and Todd is going to get, honestly, he would not get the recognition anywhere else. It brings him home. Like, it's, it's just a good, it's a good, like, honestly, now I'm much more invested than I would have been yeah. if he wasn't, like, if just going into the next Falcon season, I'm like, oh, here's a new, average season but if it's an average season with Todd around I'm uh I'm uh, either way I'm pretty I'm excited to have him home back in uh, some version of red and black and the best thing is he's happy I think he's mm-hmm. he's pumped to come back here he knows he's going to be loved hell they already made that they made that video did you see that video it was like Matt Ryan throwing the out route to I mean they've already incorporated the University of Georgia in like two or three videos since he's been here which is, I mean, don't you know Kirby's just like, I love that. He <laughs> he loves everything about that. Because, one, the Falcons have not exactly drafted a lot of Georgia players uh, in recent memory. But 
it anything that just anything that extends the brand, anything that promotes the brand of the University of Georgia football, Kirby's all about it. Well, and having Todd on this side of the of the country, uh, being closer to closer to home, mm-hmm. uh, you best believe you're gonna have some visits uh, from 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 Mr. Gurley to uh, Buttsmere. Oh yeah, uh, Buttsmere, quite a Love few that. times. So, Best um, name ever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I think it's I think it's a great move. I was I was pumped to see it. I, I kind of I, as soon as I saw that Todd got cut, and I was like, "Ooh, that would be cool if Falcons picked him up." Well, like I was like that that would just that would be awesome. Well, we signed uh, what's his face, the former Florida Gator. Gosh, he's a defensive lineman that was on the Rams. Son of it, it doesn't matter. His name doesn't matter because he's a Gator, but he was signed by the Falcons. And him and Todd started tweeting at each other and all this stuff. And I was like, this might actually happen. And then it was like the next day they yeah, he's, yeah. He signed it. So, uh, and it's, yeah, it's, you're exactly right. It's a win win. I'm excited for everybody involved. Um, and is Devontae Freeman, did they release him? Is he gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he, did he get yeah, picked they up? They released him. I don't, I don't know. It might be worth a Google while we're sitting here. Um, but anyway, I uh, no, I'm excited for for Todd. And I mean, I'm not. I'm a Falcons fan. I'm not like the biggest NFL guy, so it's not like super important to me. But it's like you said, I'm going to be pulling. I mean, I'm going to be watching the Falcons more because of that. And that's that's what they should have done back back when he was in the draft. Golly, I mean, it's well, it's. I don't know. I, I just simply, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, and I have some thoughts. I just simply do not understand how any of that works. And obviously I'm not getting paid enough to, to try to be the one to answer some of those questions. But God bless. Like, you would think that that would just be automatic. No brainer. Just automatic yeah. without hesitation. You, you, and, you, and, you automatically up up your percentage in, in what, season tickets, single game tickets, jersey sales, everything. Everything, and you get a great player. I mean, and then you, it, oh man, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I hadn't quite figured out the math on that, but hey, I'm, just, I'm glad he's, I'm, I'm glad, glad we got him. Also, uh, quick take on the Falcons' new uniforms. Just curious what your thoughts are. They're doo doo. They are terrible. <laughs> the throwback is good. Do the. Th- Did you already see me? Did I post something about this? I hate them. I think it's so stupid. It's it's just like let's not try to be super trendy. Let's not make the you don't need to make jagged letters or excuse me numbers or letters period for on your jersey. They need to be block block numbers. That is football. And don't put ATL on the front. Gosh. <laughs> the throwback uh, uniforms if you go to if you go to a Falcons game and you scan the crowd. The throwback uniform is is by far the most popular jersey. Everybody buys it. Just do it. Just stay with that and build on it. And then you, you know what happens? You 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 have a historical team, which the Falcons don't have. It's like the Falcons. To me, the Falcons started in like the nineties. It's like, eh, eh, you know, there's nothing. It's not like it's the. It's not like it's the New York Giants or you know. Even hell, even the Detroit Lions have a better history than the freaking Atlanta Falcons. But anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, I think it's just the throwback looks good. The gradient, holy cow! 
Uh, don't even don't even mess with those. Throw those throw those in the trash. It's like they were trying to be the Atlanta Hawks right there. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely thought they were better than the Hawks. Um, I, honestly, I expected worse. I was very just kind of like the the solid the solid uh, the solid black and the solid white. I think they're those are good. Like I'm I'm fine with those, but the rest of it, I'm just kind of I'm kind of like. You know what? They could have done a lot worse, and I kind of expected. I was just, I was prepared for them to come out in damn clown suits. <laughs> like, so honestly, could, anything above that is better. <laughs> you, you are correct. It could be, it could be a lot worse. It could be like the new uh, San Diego or LA Chargers logo. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. so bad. Why would you mess up one of the most iconic jerseys or uniforms in in all of? professional football i don't know yeah some of those things i can't like i said another thing just can't figure out but anywho like i just wanted a quick quick take and your take didn't new does not always mean better uh all right well we are already burning a butt ton of time right now in the first (laughs) the first like quarter of this uh podcast well maybe the third um chancy let's jump into last weekend uh last saturday was virtual g day uh, did you get to experience anything on the uh, virtual G Day? I I did watch the game and uh, and, and tuned in to uh, Kirby's kind of got on Kirby's uh, live tweeting there mm-hmm. and got a little bit of the uh, Facebook live from Jeff Dantzler and uh, Scott Howard and and Chuck and those and, and those guys. Chuck Chuck, Chuck Dowell, he, poor guy. I'm I'm just thankful he got on Zoom. Like I was just I was impressed. I love Chuck Dowell. <laughs> he His literally he didn't great. know what he was doing, but he he he's I love him. He's great. Uh, honestly, I thought like I I enjoyed that. I thought they did pretty well with it. Like I, I felt like the the live tweeting. Kirby did an awesome job. I don't know if he was actually tweeting that. I don't know how they did that. I bet you he was. But, I mean, I think yeah. he was. I think he took a video of like, hey, this is where I'm sitting in my living room. Which well, you know, and, and, his house is right there off of uh, was it Westlake? Is that yeah, yeah? I mean, it's literally it's, it's like right off the road. It's right there. Anyway, we weren't we're not going to give away his address, everybody, because <laughs> there's so many people listening to this. Uh, that I, I I enjoyed it. I, I they they did a great job with uh, with what you with what you got, and so uh, I was I, I thought I was glad to see them kind of own that and kind of kind of roll with it so i i I thought it was a good i thought it was a good day i I just enjoyed watching the game and it was it was kind of fun for to like say kind of our group our group me and stuff like that to kind of be texting about the game and and stuff like that that was that was fun but uh i i enjoyed that well you and i talked about it i uh so i didn't really watch any of the uh virtual g-day aka the notre dame game replay uh because (laughs) i told and uh, my wife was just like, <clears throat> I can't believe you're not just like sitting down and watching this game like this afternoon. I was like, well, if you remember, about a week or two ago, we woke up on Saturday morning, and that's what, what I did in the morning was watch the Notre Dame replay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty fresh, pretty fresh replay for me. Uh, I, did, I did take a look at some of the live tweeting, and it was pretty cool to see, you know, Kirby was doing a bunch of different things with this. And, I mean, any chance he gets, I swear it's amazing. Any chance he gets to put the University of Georgia name out there, he's going to do it. 
and the fact that we had so that that spot i mean i think this is pretty substantial that spot was supposed to be shared with i think the florida spring game and maybe the alabama <clears throat> spring game so it was supposed to be a mixture of all these different universities on that two o'clock time slot and then we got the replay i don't know how that happened I don't know if there was like something to do with the other teams like later in the day or whatever, but we got the replay and we got Kirby live tweeting. Everybody who was planning on watching this spring game was watching the Georgia versus Notre Dame game. Best, honestly, top three for sure Georgia football crowds at Sanford Stadium. The number, the highest number of, of, of attendance, but. You've got Kirby live tweeting, and what he's doing is he's praising former players. He's talking ball. He's talking formations. He's talking schematics a little bit. Nothing crazy. He's he's praising, uh, you know, some of his staff, and then he's also recruiting. Did you see where he was like, "Oh man, look at that play from that safety. Where can I find another one of those? Does anybody know?" And then a recruit, James Williams says he like does the little googly eyes like emoji to him and all this stuff and i'm just like holy cow like this is this is it's incredible he's doing the underwater basket weaving chess right now i mean it's crazy kirby's he's ahead of the game always so anyway that's uh that was kind of my take from uh the virtual g day i i thought it was you know i didn't really experience experience it but i've like catching up on it afterwards i was like this was a genius thing no, they they like I said they they did a great job and and you're right Kirby just he's on it all the time he's never off mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was uh I think I'm trying, I can't remember who was talking about it in the um the last dance documentaries they're like with with uh with Michael you can he could turn it on or he could turn it off and he never freaking turned it yeah. off <laughs> it was uh it was uh what's his face the current UNC coach Williams. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's actually oh the God. part. That's like the the five minute segment that I watched of it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah, but, but but either way, I was saying that about Kirby. Kirby is he never turns it off. Yeah, everything he's doing, he is. There's no pushing. There's no switch. He's pushing it. Yeah, it's 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 constant. I it's love it. It's just that on on button that's got some tape over it that says "Do not press." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, you got any other thoughts on uh, the virtual G day? Nah, I thought it was great. Uh, just it it was kind of it was awesome to to kind of relive that moment yeah. and, and to remember when the at the beginning of the fourth quarter and the lights just turned off. And I and I literally was like, you know what? If I died right now, I'd be okay. <laughs> there was, it was just so awesome. I uh, those last two minutes, man. I mean, knowing the outcome makes it so much better. When I rewatched it the other day, but the last two minutes, and I almost sent it out. I tried to send it out to our group me, but you couldn't do like a like time of video thing. Uh, I man. Those last two minutes, because if you remember, right before, right before we punted it back to them and they came back for their final drive, we Jake dropped the snap, and my heart stopped. It stopped. I was dead in that moment. 
<laughs> and then and then he threw it away. I was just like, good lord. I I mean, I thought that I was oh gosh. But anyway, and and there was and then and then right after that, we shanked the punt. And I was just like, this is the worst ever. And I know you were thinking the same thing as me. You were thinking, this is how it ends. They're going to drive down, put it down our throat, and we are going to want to jump off of the Sanford Bridge. <laughs> so, anyway, the fact that we <laughs> knew the outcome, <laughs> watch that replay, makes it so much better. So much easier. It makes it so much better, but not 100% better. No. I, was still, I was still struggling, man. That, that, that still... That still bothers me, but thank God, uh, thank God that that's over. But I'm sure we'll have plenty more of those moments. Uh, let's see. Put you put a note in here about the the video manager for the football team. Uh, did he uh, he got COVID nineteen and but did make a recovery and they made a a video. I don't know who all got it together, but they they made this video. Had a bunch of people out uh, outside in the right outside the hospital. Uh, cheering him on Kirby was there a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of folks were there uh, and and kind of clapping for him as he as he left uh, the hospital and it was just a pretty pretty cool thing to watch I need to uh, actually I think I'll try to find that video and maybe record it and like repost it on our um, Instagram because it was it was it was worth the watch and it was awesome to see Kirby there everybody's you know social distancing so it's not like this is a huge crowd that's just waiting outside but they you know I mean it, it was a big crowd but nobody was like you know within six feet of each other but anyway they push him outside and uh Kirby was in the crowd uh uh Strickland um was also there as well and there was uh Greg McGarity was there so it was just cool to see that kind of support and uh just a little just a little tidbit here as well uh with my wife being in the ICU at Athens Regional, it's they've been getting um, basically encouraging videos from a lot of former dogs um, and being sent. I don't know if they're just only being sent to their Facebook group or whatnot, but J.R. Reed has done it. Jake Fromm has done it. Uh, they've had, uh, let's see, Sony Michelle as well. Kirby sent one as well. Just like personal videos thanking them for what they've been doing and uh, battling this whole thing so uh, just a lot of cool things to see our community come together and uh, that's uh, that's that's why you do it man that's why you love love Athens that's why you love this team and it's just been fun man it's been fun to see you know what they've uh, what they've been doing to encourage people so uh, just a little bit of a just a, a fun fun thing to lean on in this crazy time so uh, anyway um, Chancey, we got the draft coming up. Starts and man, it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna jack this thing up. Train wreck is probably putting it lightly. I'm excited to see. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm excited to just see how how many things go wrong because that's it's gonna All be. Of them. It's gonna. I mean, just think about it, Chancey. Uh, we have our fantasy football draft every August or so, <laughs> and and there's so many people that just drop out, lose connection, uh, dr- un- draft unwanted players. I mean, how how many of those kind of things are going to happen in this real life draft, virtual draft? The pro- the problem is you can't auto draft in the yeah. <laughs> in the real NFL draft. They don't they don't base it off of Mel Kuyper's board or whatever. <laughs> so, 
So uh, I, I, I joke about it, but at the same time, man, like this, this is going to be interesting from the perspective of, and, and we're about to, we're about to dive into kind of our our own predictions of, of our guys, but not having uh, a pro day, like not having pro days is going to be a huge impact. And they're going blind on a lot of these guys. So people that are injured and stuff like that, they can't, uh, they, they really can't be seen. It'll be interesting to see if some, <laughs> if some uh, groups still go behind the scenes and do, and, and do something uh, maybe a little mischievous, but I, I, it's just going to be really, and then I kind of said this, said this earlier. I, I truly don't know how they base their decisions on stuff like in the NFL on the draft and stuff like that. What these groups are making their decisions based off of. And now with even less information than they had before, there is no telling what's about to happen with this thing. I'm excited. And that's why it's going to be must watch television on thursday night i think it starts at eight i don't really know it's probably not even gonna start at eight it's probably gonna start at like 8 30 just like you and i planned on starting this at 8 30 and uh we we started at nine so <laughs> um i'm excited to see what kind of crazy crap happens in this draft um but we do have a lot of dogs that are uh i think they're they're saying this this may be one of our better drafts and at least recent memory i think Two years ago, so the year that uh, you know Chubb and and Sony were drafted and Roquan, yeah, that was all the same. Yeah, uh, that was. I think we had eight. No, we may have had just seven. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it's. Uh, I think we have more eligible guys in this draft that may potentially be drafted, more draftees, potential draftees, than uh, than maybe ever before. So. I'm excited to see what we do here, and uh, you know, going forward, I mean, this is what it's going to be like. This is how Kirby he's going to recruit these guys that are going to be. I mean, this is his second class. I think is coming through the draft here, um, so I'm excited to see you know going forward. I mean, these guys that we're excited about on this defense right now, on this offense right now, you know, where they're going to go. But anyway, um, you want to jump into it uh, and maybe just give some uh, some of our opinions some of our where we think these guys are going to go let's we uh so i I think it's safe to say so we're going to follow your list here and we're going to go from top top to bottom um andrew thomas is kind of default uh everybody's really expecting him to go pretty early in the draft uh in in the first round and, and i feel very confident about that everybody's big on him the guy was a one of our one of our few staples he was consistent he was uh every game the guy was just just a powerhouse and so uh definitely expect him to go a lot a lot of people are saying i think very early on it was talk of him going in the top few picks yeah there was still, last year people still were talking could, about him yeah. going top five definitely not top yeah. five anymore yeah but I definitely I could I could definitely see top 10 uh, for sure and um, I, I personally think he could he could go top 10 what stinks is this is actually a very I mean there's a lot of emphasis on tackles because the left tackle is the second most important position on the team behind a quarterback and so 
Um, the crazy thing is Andrew Thomas is actually the like fourth ranked a lot of lists. He's like the fourth ranked tackle um, in this draft. So, which is you know he's still going to be. I think he's still going to be drafted top fifteen. Uh, I think we're going to see him either go to the Bucks or maybe the Jets. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see who takes him. But he's definitely a first rounder. No, there's no doubt about it. Um, Chancey uh, Swift is considered to be the top running back in the draft. Do you think he's going to go first round, or do you think he's going to fall to the second round? I, I think first round. I, I I feel I feel good about it, but I do think very late first round, kind of similar to Sony situation um, uh, back two years ago. Uh, he was that last pick in the mm-hmm. in, in the first round. I, very close to that, uh, but I, I feel good about him sneaking in. I mean, the guys just going back and looking, like I said, we did the, we were looking at those plays and just his explosiveness, his ability to move just on a dime, change directions. I mean, that his, his move, uh, just the, the, the signature, uh, DeAndre move, just that quick stutter step. Um, where he just, like floats in the air. It just <laughs> doesn't make it, it defies sense. all physics. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so I, I feel good about him uh, going the first round. I don't. I'm. I my heart says he's going to go to a late round team, like a playoff contender. Right now, I would love to see him on the Chiefs. But the Chiefs, I'll be honest with you, the Chiefs don't need a star running back. They just don't. That system. <laughs> they don't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that system. They just do everything right they've got weapons everywhere they don't need it what they need is probably some sort of defensive help <laughs> and 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 their defense was decent last year it just wasn't great so i would i would assume that they would probably go for some sort of defensive back uh and or uh you know best available type situation but uh I, i'm gonna my heart says first round i'm gonna say my head says uh, second round early early second round Isaiah Wilson, who has shot up a lot of projections here, I'm gonna go with. I think he. I think he goes late second round. I'm just gonna say that. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> I, well, and that was it. Was funny too because I was definitely leaning more towards third round, and and I'm starting to. The more I kind of keep thinking about, it, I don't know what happened that just got him. Just got him to be kind of the talk of the town here recently but mm-hmm. um he but i'm definitely definitely late second early third uh is is where i'm i'm leaning i don't this draft is just going to be so ridiculous i mean it's just <laughs> what are his measurables i mean i think people just start to realize how massive of a human being he is <laughs> That's not the guy. This is some basketball. I searched Isaiah Wilson, and they came up with <laughs> a six him. a six two hundred seventy five wider than him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's wrong. I don't know how big he is. I know he's 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 lower three hundreds. I think he's like three twenty or so, three fifteen. 
Uh, it sheds some weight, obviously, but man, that guy's still massive. He's like six seven, six 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 seven. So I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, I think the late late second round is a possibility. That's his ceiling, in my opinion. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm excited to see where he goes. J.R. Reed, a very contested <laughs> Georgia football prospect. Chancy, I want to hear what your thoughts are on him. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna go some say something crazy, but uh, but I'm actually thinking like I'm thinking late, I, I, somewhere in the fourth round. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where in the fourth round, but I just I feel good about the fourth round for him. I feel like he's a guy that's going to interview well. Um, I th- apparently, there's a couple of teams that have been talking to him. Uh, I've read Minnesota's been talking to him pretty heavy. Mm. Um, so I I feel like there's going to be a couple teams that kind of because JRE played well. I mean, he was he he was a great guy for us. So I, I can see him having a. I mean, I don't know how much this kind of stuff. But, Crap, random crap like this is what NFL scouts like lean on. Having a father that played in the league for over a decade and stuff like right, that just has right. has a has a past experience uh, that that kind of thing and just being a consistent leader on the team. I think he'll. I think I think he's fourth round guy. I think I think fourth round is probably his ceiling, uh, which is a. You know, I, yeah, fourth round is his ceiling. I think I could, I could definitely see him going fourth. I think at latest sixth, uh, but he's gonna go. He's gonna go in that point. I'm gonna say maybe early fifth, but I would not be surprised if he went in the uh, fourth round as well. Uh, I think a guy like Jr. You know, he's you got a special place in my heart over the past like few years. But a guy like Jr. has the brains. Uh, and he's also got he's also uh, he's shown that he's got the quickness. I mean, he ran a four what four five eight something like that in the uh, in the combine. He's shown that he's got the the quickness and the like top top speed. Uh, but does he have the actual like weight for him to play safety in the NFL? That's what I don't know. So anyway, that's what I'll say about J.R. Reed. Uh, this is a big one, Chancy. Old Frommer, Jake Fromm. Number eleven. What do you think? Oh, this is uh, this is getting folks all kinds of hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I put it in the middle. I was like, ah, I can't put him first. Um. <clears throat> so here's 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 where I'm at. The guy just very much underperformed during the combine. Mm-hmm. Just it was it's we talked about it. Had a horrible combine. I bet you there's not a single person that is in this draft class this year that's going to interview better than Jake Fromm. Mm. There's not a guy that's going to impress a team more in the in the uh, on the whiteboard. Um, he scored the highest on the uh, what's it the how you say it, the Winscombe. The, the, <laughs> The Wonderlick test. <laughs> well, the Wonderlick test. Um, he just <laughs> did sorry, a phenomenal man. job. What you call I was like, the wind, I don't remember what I called it. Just back, yeah, just back, it, back sorry, it up, I'm and you'll sorry. see what it was. All right, go and ahead. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna say 
just going to have a hot take. You want me to pull the hot take out? Go ahead. Pull it out. Pull it out fresh from the oven. I want to hear it. <laughs> I, I'm going to say third round. Yeah, well, that's not a hot take, dude. Everybody's saying third round. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I agree. It's like... I, I and, it, and the thing is, do I think it's a good idea? Probably not. Yeah. And, I mean, he's just going to be a guy that... Um, uh, he he's just he's going to interview so well. Somebody's going to fall in love with him. Yep, I I wouldn't be surprised if he goes second round, but I think I think third round is kind of the consistent consensus for him. Um, but I I'd say his ceiling. Ah, gosh, I mean I wouldn't be surprised. I I'm sorry. I would be slightly surprised if somebody decided to take him late first round late, but. I think second round would be a, you know, that would be his ceiling for the most part. I think third round is pretty good. I think third round, if he goes in third round, like early third round, then that's pretty good for him. Uh, It just remains to be seen why the hell he decided to leave early, and we will probably never know that answer. Um, So, I mean, unless... I I truly truly think, like I said, I I, I just truly think he, he knew his odds were best in this draft. Yeah, I mean, I just the the guys that are coming out next year. I, I just I, I think this was his. He, you're concerned like you got you're gonna have a new offensive coordinator. You're gonna have everything's new. Like you just that was his best shot. Even though it wasn't a great shot, I I just think that's, that's I think what that's it comes actually down to. that's a great point, Jancy. Because I mean, just the fact that you're gonna have to come back and have to restart an offense you're gonna have to restart having a new qb coach and everything like that it's like man i've i've been every year literally since he's been there every year a new guy uh you just at some point you just gotta take your talents to south beach um so anyway uh jake from wishing the best but yeah third round is probably it uh brian harian God, I'd love to say that this guy's going to get drafted. I'd love to see him drafted. I hope he gets drafted. I don't think it's going to get drafted. I'm afraid not. I, I think it, he definitely gets picked up by somebody. Oh, yeah, but, he'll, um, he'll sign a degree. Yeah, uh, it, and, uh, and I think he'll be he'll be one of the guys that lasts the longest out of this group. I, I think he'll be just – I think he'll just be around for a while. Um, but I – yeah, I, I'm just afraid he he just didn't get enough time on the field, and um, but we we know the the caliber of player he is and how hard he works, and that that's what uh, the guy's just a damn good dog, and you just you want oh, yeah. him to you want him to succeed. Absolutely, I think he's uh, I think he's like got fifth round, sixth round talent, but like not only so a guy like DeAndre Swift, who's obviously our headlining running back who were sitting here thinking like, okay, hopefully he's early second round. And then you got to think that there's several, like, you know, tens of other top starting running backs across the country who are, you know, more highly regarded than Harry. And he's a backup running back. He's been a backup running back his entire career. So you just got to think. It just makes sense. Like, he's probably not going to get drafted. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to earn – a good job, a special teams job, or potentially, you know, just go crazy and get a uh, starting job on a team. So 
Um, everybody's you know everybody's pulling for Arian. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. Um, he's a kicker. Ah, yes. <laughs> Thank you for the update. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Is he going to get drafted? Let's just let's just say uh, let's just say fifth round. Let's just say something stupid. That's a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say. He's not going to get drafted. <laughs> I, I I I could I, I mean it'll just be it'd be funny to see it. I, <laughs> well, I, this I don't is know. The, you this could... is the draft. This is the draft. You get a kicker. Well, it, like this is the, this is it. You could be like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and draft. Uh, what was the they drafted a Robert he, didn't Aguera. he go like third round? It was like the second round. It was it was early. Oh gosh, was it Roberto? Roberto Aguero? Uh, he, he kicked like seventeen kicks and then they let him go. Oh, he was terrible. He couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah, football place kicker. That's uh, Roberto Aguero. I'm gonna have to figure out when he went, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, so yeah, he was poor, second. Poor. He was a second round pick out of Florida State, and he he—that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. When they picked him, I said, "That's." I literally said that same thing, and I was like, "How do you get paid so much money to make such stupid decisions?" I don't know. I don't know. That—that's what I'm saying. Like, give Rod a shot. Yeah. This is the year. Let let it let it happen. <laughs> all these kickers are like all these kickers in the NFL are like forty years old. I mean, there's just zero reason to draft a kicker. I hate it for Rod, but I mean, maybe no. seventh, seventh round is, is is probably his ceiling, and I hope he gets drafted. I really do. Yeah, I it. it I'm kind of just banking on this just being a circus, then who knows what happens. <laughs> just everything, mass chaos. Mass chaos. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's my vote. Yeah, I think that that would be so much fun. That would make it. And I'm going to watch every second of it. I'm going to fix me a drink, and I'm going to watch every second of the draft. Uh, Solomon Kinley, who has been a, like, honestly, a mainstay in the uh, in the line this these past couple of years, I, I'm actually fairly high on him. I'm going to say, I, I mean, I feel like his ceiling is maybe fourth round, um, but I'm going to say he probably goes in fifth or sixth round. Um, just because he's just he's not a household name, but I I think Solomon's a hell of a player. That's, yeah, that was my that was my thought. I, I kind of I'm, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards wanting him to to get that fourth round spot. Um, but again, it's just him not being in the what's it in the uh, limelight in the conversation in the conversation. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> Uh, just like you said, household name, like, uh, that's the only, that's the thing that hurts him. But, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean, I'm gonna lean more to the fourth round, you know, feeling good about my boy. I, I, I like him. I, I think he's, I think fourth is his ceiling, but if he goes third, I'm not going to be super surprised. So I think he's, he's a big body and he's, he's played well over the past. I mean, watch the film. He's played really well, uh, at that left. Watch the film. Yeah. Watch the damn film. Watch it. Uh, Lawrence Cager, Chancey, I'll let you uh, take it away on this one. Uh, so Lawrence, poor guy, if the guy had not gotten hurt, uh, really could have taken off this year mm-hmm. and just had a very much a, a, a Wims year, just a, a Javon Wims year, and just uh, went the whole distance and, and became a part of, became that weapon that we used 
to mm-hmm. uh, to go in and then win the Sugar Bowl or, or go into the playoff or whatever we want to do, win that, whatever. Maybe we've done better. I don't know. But he he would have been around during all that conversation. Um, but I still think he got enough uh, enough time in the light this in the limelight this year to. I, I think he gets drafted. I'm gonna I'm gonna say somebody picks him up late fifth round. I'm, I mean mm. I, I I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bold. I like your boldness. I, I respect it. I don't want to counter it, but I'll say, man, he just has been so injury plagued. NFL GMs just stay the hell away out of, of, of from stuff like that. He's got talent that could go in the. He's got talent that could go in like the third round, I think. But he's just not consistent with. Well, I mean, just with his with his health, and so I think that I'll say he's ceiling sixth rounder. I don't think he gets drafted. I don't know. Maybe seventh. Maybe seventh round. He might get drafted. So I'm, I, you know, all these guys. I keep saying this at the very end. All these guys. We hope they get drafted. So um, Lawrence Cager. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say seventh round. I'll say seventh. Charlie Werner. Tight end extraordinaire. I feel like he's been <laughs> in Georgia for a while now. Uh, not as long as some of these guys on this list. But uh, Charlie Werner, man, what do you think? Uh. If he gets drafted, um, good for him. <laughs> He's not going to get drafted. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's what you're saying, and I'm just saying it out loud. <laughs> uh, I I hope the best for Charlie Werner, but uh, I don't think he's getting getting drafted. It's not. It's not via the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. Uh, Tay Crowder. God, man. There's nobody on this list. Zero people. That I want to get drafted more than Tay Crowder, nobody. He's the guy that deserves it the most. Sadly, I think his ceiling is a seventh rounder, and I'm gonna say he's going in the seventh round because, damn it, he is. Yeah, I changed mine from undrafted to seventh round. Also, we're doing. <laughs> you've you've motivated me, That's right, man. Sit back. No, but you're but you're right though. The guy plays harder. Than anybody, mm-hmm. and just and, and really the, the 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 reason we we know him is because like I said he's just he's just damn good dog and fights every play and 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 plays well and was he was he was a a, a mainstay the entire season he was there all the time he and, made, he, he made hella good plays I mean, I mean and, and, and you don't long. have to be a superstar to be a great inside linebacker. And he doesn't have the size to be an inside linebacker in the NFL, but he can play anywhere. I mean, I mean, and and I say that obviously with the exception of like cornerback or you know defensive lineman, but he could play that outside linebacker spot. He could play a safety spot. He could lose a little pounds, and he could play a safety spot. I just the guys, the guys a hard worker, and he has instinctual. I mean, like he has instincts that you can't coach, and so I I appreciate the fact that he's you know guy that's changed over from playing running back his entire life to playing linebacker to turning into the or starting linebacker in in 2019 so um gosh on by the way on by the way one of like you can argue the top defense in the country yeah i mean just a a guy and and that and that's part of i think that's part of what like say that our defense we had no big name like dominant names Mm -hmm. because everybody was so freaking good 
that that almost like hurts him to a degree. But yeah. Tay was there the whole time, man. The whole he way. Was the, the, just every the, the entire season. Anyway, I'm I'm all, I agree with you about about him, but um, unfortunately, well, I'll just say this one last thing. You know, you got a three star running back who transfers over to you know goes to the other side of the ball and plays linebacker, and then you recruit several several four star, five star linebackers after him, and he still plays. That says a lot to me. So I'm 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 really pulling for Tay. And, uh, you know, hope it goes well for him. <clears throat> Tyler Clark, another guy. Unsung hero. Gosh. What? His, where's his ceiling, Chancey? Where, where's, he, where's his ceiling? I've got his... I have, <laughs> you want to go in my heart? You want to go in my heart? <laughs> I want your heart, man. We're at the end of this list, and we're just... I mean, we're going on an hour here. I want Tal- your heart, brother. Ta- talent, talent wise, like I want the boy to go like, like fifth round. Like I just, I, the guy is just is is great. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe six. <laughs> I think because my my the one thing I've got I'll say is like. The guy made enough big plays that he's gonna get into some to some film rooms, mm-hmm. and guys are gonna look at him. And, and he, over the especially over the last couple of years, I think he made enough like big drive-ending, like game-ending defensive yeah. plays. Watch to, the Rose Bowl. To to, exactly, like yeah. I say, Rose Bowl's prime example. Like, just go. Like, I think he's made enough of those to, to kind of make make it into the argument. And so, like I say, but at that point, though, when you start getting these later rounds, how these guys decide things is beyond me. I so, I, I don't know. I agree. At, at this point, and that's why I think he gets drafted. Because at this point, these late rounds, you're looking at, man, this guy, not even drafted, I mean, excuse me, not even invited to the Combine, uh, but gosh, like watch his film. He is a playmaker. He's got the potential, and I think these last like sixth and seventh rounds are just based off like this guy's got potential to blow up. He didn't really blow up in the past like year or so. Let's see what he does. But Tyler Clark has been consistent. He's just a little short. I think that's like yeah. the biggest thing. He's like six two, I think, and so I think Tyler Clark could be a big playmaker for somebody. I'm going to say he's going to get drafted in the seventh round. I mean, look at – go back and watch, like, the end of the Texas A&M game, which I watched a lot of highlights recently, so we're putting together our top ten plays of, of 2019 right now. But I watched a lot of highlights recently, <clears throat> and Tyler Clark makes a, a huge sack in the late late of the uh, uh, Texas A&M game last year, and it was it was a game-changer. It just like we wouldn't have won that game if he hadn't have done it. So I'm excited to see where he goes, and I'm hoping he goes. I hope he get. I hope he gets drafted. Period. Uh, Tyler Simmons, Chancy. Uh, I'm just gonna say. You know, I'm just gonna say Simmons was a, a a damn good dog for what he put in. I appreciate him for coaching the other guys. Dude underperformed immensely this past year, like. 
I, I can't even begin to explain to you how many plays he missed. He's not going to get drafted. There's zero percent chance. So, you know, I hope the best for him. I mean, he's he's a fast guy. He could be a special teams guy in the NFL. So maybe he'll maybe he'll sign a free agency contract. Yeah, I mean that's that's the best thing he's got he's got going for him. Um, just underperformed is an is an understatement. <laughs> I think for this year, uh, just just real bad. So, I mean, he has no. Re, I mean, there, there's no reason for teams to really, unfortunately, take a look at him. But a guy who was supposed to be a a leader on our offense this year and just just didn't show up. Yeah, just wasn't there. So um, <laughs> I've, I'm like sitting here, like I'm shuddering, thinking about some of the plays, like against Notre Dame in the back corner of the end zone, dropping that pass. It's like he was allergic to the football. Yeah, South Carolina overtime. Ball bounces off his face, goes for the interception. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just terrible, terrible things. Uh, so anyway, we'll skip that one. We'll we'll try to avoid, you know, talking too poorly about anybody. Uh, Eli Wolf. Eli Wolf is just like you know, he's just, just a standard uh, transfer tight end. I, there's nothing crazy about him, but apparently, didn't he run like? Didn't he say that he ran like a four four three or something like that? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I ran a four five seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be wherever he's at right now. Yeah, yeah, at his home. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, there's that. Michael Barnett, man, guy's been at UGA since like 2010. <laughs> Since Nam, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Barnett. I, I mean, you know, he's a workhorse. I appreciate him, and I think he, you know, obviously played a part in this past several seasons. Um, but you know, he's not going to get drafted. So I hope he, maybe he'll make a scout team. You know, it's something like that. I think that's uh, kind of the ceiling for him. I I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. I mean, it's, I'm in the same boat. So. 10-4. Well, Chansey, we we hopped through that draft real quick. That's our Georgia Georgia draft there. Um, I just want to ask you, you know, before we sign off here, what have you been watching during this quarantine? What, uh, what TV shows have you been watching or binging? So, so I've, I'm the worst binger. Like, I, I have so much trouble with – committing to a tv show during this kind of stuff like the only thing actually the only thing the last thing i did binge well was westworld last year or no year before last um during that i guess the winter of 18 19 or something like that when it snowed during that second season yeah i, I remember you, i remember you tell me because i was like i was like dude you need to watch the show and then you caught up you were like caught up like that well, we were we were snowed in, in in North Carolina, so I caught up. Like I had a work I canceled one day, so I, I caught up real real fast. But um, I, I started Ozark. Yeah, and so got a few episodes into Ozark. Good so far. I, I like it. Uh, like my girlfriend just left me uh, in the dust, and so she got, she watched all three. Oh, seasons. She, she's always like. Oh yeah, she she watched the whole thing and oh, just yeah. like left left, and I'm like four episodes in. Um, so haven't 
didn't really watch much of haven't really watched much of that uh obviously watch tiger king um just had a had a great time with that um <laughs> just i forgot terrifying. about that i was like yeah I've, I've watched i've watched all but one episode of that so I've, I've totally forgot about that though it's just terrifying that those humans exist and then it really couldn't it, agree it really, more couldn't agree it, more it but it really is like I was watching it, and the entire time, they keep saying Oklahoma, and I'm like, but I immediately default into this is Florida. <laughs> this is the state of Florida. Hell, it could be and a like, lot of ventures not, for all you know. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. Like, there's some of them folks just walking around, and I actually thought about that a few times. I was, I'm like, I bet you some of our animals at Wild Adventures are from GW Zoo. <laughs> Uh, there, there is no doubt in my mind that we have bought some of them tigers, uh, but but yeah, it's that was just that was terrifying. It, it was and so it sucked my dad in. He he came. He watched. He was over. Uh, I was over his over the house and watching it. And um, we were like, my brother was there. He was he was home for all this. And my dad came up and he was talking to us. And then he's like, "What are y'all watching?" And we're like, it's Tiger King. And he's like, what is this? And then we're just kind of telling him, like, try to explain to him. <laughs> you try to explain to somebody what that is. And then he just kind of stands there for a while. He kind of steps in a little closer. And then he kind of leans against the wall. And then he's just in the chair. And then, like, four hours later, <laughs> he's like, what did you just put me through? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then started watching it the next day, and he comes back and finishes it off. <laughs> it's just, it's nuts. Knowing your father, that could not have been the better. You could not have given me a better illustration of what he did in that in that situation. That it was, was uh, gosh, it was fun. Damn, that was funny. That is, that's great. Well, what, 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 what were you? What you've been watching? You've been, you've been anything good? I don't you've been know, a dude, more, I you've been a little more quarantined than me. Yeah, I can't even. Gosh, I can't even think straight. That was so funny. Um, I, uh, we've been doing the Tiger King. We're, we're like literally have one episode. I have not watched like further than my wife in Tiger King because like it's not something you really watch by yourself and enjoy. Uh, so yeah, I we have like one episode left to go on that, but. I've uh, been doing Westworld. I kind of committed to it, you know, like what, like f- four or five years ago, whenever the first season came out. I like it. It's fun. Um, it's just, like I said, it's just a little above my head at times. Uh, and then also, uh, I started uh, The Sopranos, Ooh. which is an oldie but a goodie. And I'm, I'm like four or five episodes in. I'm not like, I'm not as much of a binger. I agree. I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, I'll casually casually watch something or whatever, but yeah, I started it and um, I never watched it. Like I guess it came out in like what ninety nine, two thousand or something like that, like the first season, and uh, maybe before that. But anyway, I uh, I never watched it back then because I wasn't allowed to watch HBO. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's been fun. I've I've enjoyed it. So I want to catch up on that and The Wire at some point. Yes. I, I I keep one. I was actually literally just thinking that The Wire is something that I have. Uh... I, I want to. I've just heard too many good things about it, and I feel like I need to. I feel like I need to. Well, do it's that. like all these HBO shows that came out in the early two thousands or the nineties that before HBO gets uber popular and like everybody thought like Game of Thrones, Westworld, whatever. And now it's like okay, we have access to all this stuff. They were probably pretty damn good shows back in the day. Everybody loves them, so 
Yeah, I'm. I, I'm gonna eventually watch The Wire too. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. This, if if we get back to the next episode and I haven't watched some episodes of The Wire, just <clears throat> things things will be fine, <laughs> whether I do it or not. But <laughs> it'll probably be the same. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say one more thing. I have also for your you history nerds out there. I've also been watching World War Two in color on Netflix, Ooh. and if you if you enjoy history uh like movies or whatever like historical movies in world war ii or whatever uh obviously like seven by ryan we were soldiers was not world war ii but it was like a war movie you know war movies if you enjoy war movies period uh then uh you will enjoy watching this because it's like live footage real footage and not you know dramatized like it was in in all these movies so anyway just a lot of fun uh and also kind of nerdy whatever Whatever, dude. <laughs> All right, well, is that it? <laughs> I think we did it. We've gone on think... an hour and 12 minutes. Holy cow. Yeah, this is a marathon. We, we need to wrap this up. So uh, uh, any, any final closing thoughts? Because I, uh, I, I think we've done that. I don't know, man. No? No, yeah. <laughs> no closing thoughts? <laughs> Me neither. Uh, go dogs. Uh, y'all be safe. And uh, we'll we'll talk to y'all soon. Who? Who? Dog and cock.